And welcome to the PhD Podcast. It's your boy, Teddy. I'm your co-host, Marcus. And today we're going to be doing the yearly roundup on 2022. So first, we're going to start off with our topics, which is for the NBA. And is Curry a top 10 player of all time? Yeah, so in my opinion, after after winning his, uh, what, fourth title now? Yeah, that's his fourth title. You got to put him up there. He finally got the NBA Finals MVP. I mean, the joke was KD winning two of them, Iggy getting the first one. I mean, he did lead them this year against the Celtics. Anytime you could beat the Celtics, it's a bonus on top for me. So, yeah, I would put him in the top 10 category for sure. I mean, it's very hard for a point guard under 6'3 or even under 6'4 to lead a team to a title, especially when it comes to scoring. It's not many people that have been done. I think the last person to do that was Isaiah Thomas, yeah, the original Isaiah Thomas days. from back the in the OG day. The OG one. <laughs> yeah, the OG one from back in the day was probably the last person I could think of who could do that. So shout out to Steph for doing that. He's, In my opinion, he's definitely top 10, hands down. Greatest shooter of all time as well. So you have him at 10 or like 8 or 7 or something? Definitely in the bottom half of the 10. Definitely in the bottom half of the 10. So 7 through 10? Yeah, safe to say 7 through 10. I can't really, like, give you my whole ranking right now because that would be a whole different... That would just be a whole show. Yeah, that's that's a show alone. (laughs) But, yeah, in the bottom half of the 10, for yeah, no, hands down, definitely in the bottom half of the 10. For me, honestly, I don't have him in top 10. I have him at 12. Oh, you have him outside? Like, literally just a little bit outside, I have him at 12. Out of my top 10, like, he went up, like, eight spots from 20 to 12. <laughs> so, like, there, there's still certain things that, like, he's done. That's why he's still in my top 12. But I don't have him at 10 because some people don't give respect to some of the predecessors before him, which is, like, in your Wilts, your Bill Russells, your Oscars, and stuff like that. Okay. I, I just felt like... The only thing he didn't win was, what, the regular season MVP because of Jokic? But he won the All-Star Game MVP. He carried them in the playoffs. Oh, I get all that. that that's, that's why, why I, that's why, my top 10. Yeah, that's why I got him in the 10. He earned his respect for me to get in 10 as a leader. Like, he finally got the monkey off his back, you could say. No, I agree with that. That's one of those. That's why I moved him up, like, eight spots because okay. of those certain things that he accomplished that year. And he did a phenomenal job. Like, there's no hate or shade about him. Like, entering that discussion of itself is still important and impressive, especially being an undersized guard. Yeah, like, I, just, I did mention, yeah, real. I mentioned that. That's that's very big. That's very big. And what, what else we got for the association right now? So for our other topic is, do you think Golden State is going to repeat? Hell no. <laughs> I thought they were in the beginning of the year. But then two days later, we all know what happened with Jordan Poole and Draymond Green. Before that, I thought they had a legit fighter's chance. But after that, nothing's been the same. They yeah. they lost their chemistry. They remind me of the 04 Lakers. They're just one uh, off-the-court case waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah, like when we did our original picks for our very first episode of the PhD podcast, I thought Golden State was going to win the whole thing again. But, yo, they can't even win a road game. Like, their stuff has just went up and down. Like, they're night and day when they leave the arena. Curry's going to be out for a while. And that injury is not going to help them whatsoever, like, at all. Draymond doesn't have a security contract, so he's on edge. 
I, I feel like the locker room is probably divided. Just the outsider looking in, I don't know. I'm just an outsider looking in. I feel like it's divided. Yeah, it does not look good whatsoever. Yeah, so I don't have them repeating. Definitely. No, no. They'd be lucky to get in the playoffs. You think that bad? I, I believe it could get that bad. Okay, I didn't see it getting that bad, but, you know, the and year's not over, so we'll ha- see what happened happens. happened with the Lakers in 2021 when AD, when AD went out, and then they barely got in. They had to, do, they had to go in the playing game against the Warriors. Was it the Warriors? No. Yeah, it was the Warriors, right? Yeah. They went into the playing game against the Warriors, and then they lost they to the Suns. So, just even that in and of itself. And, all right, so our next topic is, what do you think about that Rudy Gobert trade? Rudy? Rudy? I don't. How's Rudy doing? I haven't paid much attention to Rudy and the t- Minnesota Timberwolves. They play like in the middle of nowhere. I don't know. I, I feel like Danny in that Midwest man. I feel like Danny Ainge won that trade again. Yeah, uh, Danny again. Ainge keep winning them trades. Don't don't take his call, man. If you're an NBA exec, don't <laughs> don't, don't trade don't, for him. Like take the dinner if he's paying for the <laughs> dinner. Take the meal. Try to talk everything that's non basketball related. Like ask him why his baseball career did not work out. I would I would start over there. You know, Danny Ainge was drafted by the Blue Jays. I was just about to end up saying that when I let you finish your sentence. Yeah, yeah I, I would, like, I would, I like would talk about that. Pick. I would, I would ask him about that. Ask him about like the Celtics, Lakers history. Yeah, just, just, just being a part of it. just everything else. How's the kids? How's his how's health? Kids? Yeah, his health. Just, you know, just other stuff like that. Like nothing, nothing trade related, that. please. So uh, good luck to the Timberwolves. I don't think that trade's gonna work out. They'll probably realize that two years from now. In two years from now, I'm realizing that right now. And look at what they had to give up to get them. Yeah, I know. Good luck to the Timberwolves, though. I I don't see that one working out. Like Utah's flourishing, though. But you know. Yeah, I was I was wrong on their win total. I had them under 32 wins. They're probably gonna skyrocket that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I told you that. You just didn't believe me when I said that when we did the first show. Rewind the tape on that one. <laughs> we'll pull that up. All right. So our next topic. Which is LeBron passing Kareem. When do you think that will happen? Some point this season. I I definitely see that happen this like some point this season. Don't know when. I will be keeping an eye like a track on that just for betting purposes, like reading the line. Just to get it in that day. I could see LeBron ending his career with forty thousand points easily if he stays healthy. Keyword is if he stays healthy. I could see him. I definitely can see that happen. It's like what three thousand more points and, to do that. And to the and for the legacy talk, is LeBron the gold or is he top three all time? If he ends up passing Kareem, in my opinion, he's definitely top three all time. Like it's solidified. He's top I think three. He's all already time. top three. It's one of those. Do you want to put up one, two, or three? Which is bases off other people's opinions. And they gonna go against his finals record, this and that. Like, that's a that's a show for us. That's another. That's a show. That's the same show for the top ten. They, that's they'll go hand in hand. The top ten and LeBron being the greatest of all time. Yeah, where does he rank? Like that's a show on its own. But like for me, he will definitely be top three if once he passes Kareem, with all his achievements he's done for the game of basketball. Definitely top three in my opinion. I still have him in my top three. I have him at three, but that's a topic for a different Yeah, day. exactly. And also, it's one of those when we were looking at up before we started the podcast, he's has like 700 points. So I think he might pass him like just before the All-Star break. So we'll see what happens with that. And this year's All-Star game is where? It's in Utah. <laughs> Daddy H did it again. 
Okay, she just keeps with it with certain things, you know? All right, and our next topic, which is this new NBA overhaul of changing the awards and naming them after people. So the first award, which is the season MVP, which is called the Michael Jordan Award now, and that new design. What do you think about that? As long as they didn't throw the Jumpman logo in there, which I thought would have been extra corny, good job for them. I mean, if you're going to name an award, yeah, you could name it after Michael Jordan. I mean, he, how many MVPs he got? He got a got He has five. Yeah. I think Kareem got five, too, or six. No, Kareem got six. Yeah, Kareem got six. Yeah. That's why I really thought they should name the award after Kareem over Michael. And did with, Kareem, like... Did Kareem get them awards, or did Luol Cinder get them awards? Both. <laughs> hey, one of them under two different names. Exactly. So but I, as long as they didn't put the Jumpman logo, I was cool with it. The only, the only bone I had to pick with that one was the Sixth Man of the Year award. Like, no disrespect to John Havlicek, but it should have been, like, the Jamal Crawford award. It could have been the Manu Ginobili award. Because I remember Manu Ginobili. But he only won one award, though. But he was, like, the first all-star in his prime to, like, come off the bench like willing like he, not even like they asked him to and he did it with no complaints and it worked out like everyone started to realize how important i think he elevated that role of six man of the year yeah six, he did he, manu ginobili elevated it at the time like oh five oh seven yeah but the thing is it's like one of those the spurs needed that and i probably extended his career a lot longer to be brutally honest yeah, it did. Because he had them ankle injuries and stuff like that. Too, yeah, so happens so. you're doing too many euros with them low-cut Nikes. <laughs> what happens? Hey, it worked out for Kobe pretty well. The man won a couple championships with those. And then they made high-top Kobe's. Well, they made those after he tore his Achilles, though. That's my point. Because, you know, you gotta hold that Achilles together. That was, like, <laughs> the whole inspiration with, like, the uh, four stitches on the back of the shoe. I know. It's one of my favorite shoes to hoop in, but... Yeah, but even with like some of the other awards, like what you were saying with the jump mat, people were like, "Oh, they should have did that." I'm like, first of all, probably can't do that because of copyright issues. Definitely, I agree and that. Nike owning the rights, and it's like one of those. It's not a Nike award, but they also have the NBA deal, right? Yeah, the but sponsorship for the it's jerseys just goes. It's, it's a lot of paperwork to file. Yeah, yeah, it's just not even worth doing. Yeah. And with some of the other awards, like Defensive Player of the Year, going after Hakeem, do you think he should have added after him? Yeah, I mean, Hakeem is like, what, one out of two players to win Defensive Player of the Year, Finals MVP, and like, and to win the chip. Like, I don't know, if, I can't remember if he won the regular season MVP that year as well, but like, I think, believe, I believe it's him and Michael Jordan that, that have done that. Yeah, so I could see that. I mean, Hakeem did have like 10 blocks in a game one time. But I understand that part of like, he might have been he's the last a great. Player. He might have been the last player to get a quadruple double. No, I think it was David Robinson. Someone in that timeline, though. It was like around like yeah, 94 to like 96. It's like in that, like like that timeline. Yeah. Like we got to look at that, but yeah. But I, even like with, uh, what was it called? Like, as, long as, they didn't, as long as they did not name the award the Bruce Bowen Award, I was okay with it. But he never even won a defensive player of the year. That's my point. As long as he didn't get it, I was okay with it. Anyone but Bruce Bowen. Like, I personally think they should have named it after, like, a Ben Wallace, personally. No. No. The best thing Ben Wallace did was either braid his hair or come out with the fro. When he came out with his fro, he, he became seven feet. When he had his braid, he was 6'9". <laughs> that was his best attribute. That was his best attribute, man. Shout out to Ben Wallace, but that was his best attribute. When he had the, when he had the fro and he had the braid, he would always switch it up. 
Yeah, as one of those with the straight back cornrows, you know? Yeah, no. Because, like, even with, like, him too, or I thought they could have ended up dating after even somebody else, like the Kimpy Matumbo. That's who I thought they were going to name the award after, but just didn't work out that way. Not enough rings. And Rookie of the Year award after Wilt. He did average, like, 50 in his rookie year. No, that was like his fourth year, but he still had stupid numbers as a rookie. Yeah. Like, there's no debate. I'm like, the award after Wilt, understandable. But was probably putting up a triple-double off the court his rookie year, too. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. 20K. <laughs> yeah, so, like, shout-out to Wilt. I'm, I'm cool with that one. And um, what was the next award? Because they did uh, regular season, most improved. Oh, most improved. Can't remember that one on top of my head. Because that was named after uh, George Mikan. Okay, I know who George Mikan is. Minneapolis Lakers. Yes, I, that I, whole classic Mikan drill I, off the backboard. Uh, I guess they're running out of options on names, and they said, let's take it back to the 50s. Oh, well, I'm cool with it. I mean, who else are you really going to put on that award? T-Mac? No. Well, he had a huge leap when he went from Toronto to Orlando. That was a minute jump. He went from playing 25 minutes a game to 36 or 38 minutes a game. That was a minute jump. Those were those were <laughs> Shout minutes. out Butch Carter. Was good. Butch Carter <laughs> held him dead. Butch Carter put him in shackles. Yeah, that wasn't the greatest thing ever for that. Yeah. Himself, that, I, if, that's a debate for another day. If him and Vince stayed on the same team. Well, even when people try to end up saying that, I still don't think they would have won a championship, to be brutally honest, but it is what it is. All right, now we're going to end up switching topics, going over into tennis and talking about Serena Williams' legacy. She the GOAT for women's tennis. That's all I got to say, respectfully. That's it. Well, I ended up having a fortunate Abilities to actually end up going to the National Bank Open and actually watch her play live in Toronto. This what? year? Yeah. Yeah, I know. You called me. I couldn't make it. I was downtown. Bad timing. Like, <laughs> watching pro tennis in of itself is just different. But, like, she was kind of over the hill. I understand why she retired because she kind of got her ass kicked that game. Like, it was not pretty. This is one of those, like, you out there just to get your flowers and get it, but it was not her best performance. Yeah, when Father Time tapped you on the back, you got to go. Speaking of Father Time tapping somebody on the back, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's legacy. Is it over for the for Tom Brady, the GOAT? Well, regardless of it, of what Jalen Rose once called, we're entering Tom Brady's lost tape years. So when they would show when he gets inducted to the Hall of Fame, whatever year that ends up becoming, we'll end up looking at it from a certain perspective of we're going to watch this footage. We won't remember none of this whatsoever because the man's like, what, won like six Super Bowls? Wait, was yeah. it six or seven? Seven. See, it's seven. He got more than He got more than a bunch of teams. Just by himself. Yeah, yeah he got He's more than a nice bunch of like teams. That. Yeah. Because, right, like, one of those, even after his divorce happened with Giselle, he started to play a lot better. I just pray I just pray she's not with A.B. <laughs> if she's if she's with A.B. and she put that shit on, God damn for the world. God, God, God damn. <laughs> I don't think she really into black guys, but, you know. 
right, we're gonna switch. We're gonna switch to to, to to the MLB to to baseball All for twenty twenty two. All right, so we're talking about the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Who? The Los Angeles Angels oh, man, of Anaheim. Man, people in Anaheim don't even watch them. I know, but you know, you had to use the whole rebranding of their name and just get it right. That's why I had to emphasize that part. You know, they just the angels, but you know. Show, free Shohei, man. Somebody, somebody, go bail Shohei out of there, please. Someone bail him out of there. Cause everybody know what happened to Mike Trout there. We watched him die in his prime over there. They're just wasting both of their primes and just, someone get him out of there. They just gotta do something. Like, New York Yankees, please stand up and go save them. Yo, just write the blank check. The, Me- the, the Mets happen. got the Mets got Verlander and Scherzer. You guys have Garrett Cole only. Yeah, cause yo, know, they spent a bag during the off season. But you know, yeah, it just be like that. Speaking yeah. of eight of that of the Anaheim Angels, the former Anaheim Angel Albert Pujols getting seven hundred home runs. That was done this year. That's a big achievement. That is very special. We tried to end up going to one of the games. We were there. Hoping that he was going to hit a home run. He hit one the next day. I Unfortunately, kid you not. it did not happen to the game that we went to. Next day. I'm not even making this up. He hit one the next day. I'm not Man, even kidding. even put some money on it, too, thinking of, let's get our seats paid for. On our, He hit it on the side of we were sitting in. Yeah, I was we, we were not, I'm not even making this up. Catch a home run ball. But we do have footage from when we were at the game, so yeah, we'll just of, load that up right Speaking there. of catching a home run at the uh, at the game, Judges 62. Did you see the fan that that tried to catch the tying one? Yeah. <laughs> he tried. And did you see the other fan who screwed up his money? Hey, he still made profit. He st- even though but someone But man could have made $3 million, though. You still got one. You still clear profit. You still clear profit. You can't you got you can't God, look that's at, generational wealth. You can't look at, at as the glass was half empty. Full. You gotta look at it as it, it was halfway full. You gotta remember how much did he buy the ticket for just to sit in the field. That is true, he but made you still profit. screwed up your bag though. He made profit. Yo, but that three billion though. It's okay. It's okay. You can't dwell on money you never got. That is true. I'll hold you back mentally. Free game right there, people. Take notes. That's actually something really deep right there. Because there's some things like even me being like a large sneaker collector, can't think about certain deals that you made that screwed up. But, you know, just got to move on. Can't think about the past. Talking about, you know, Mark McGuire. Oh, Congress. <laughs> All right, next topic. So we're going to talk about hockey. The Colorado Avalanche winning in the Stanley Cup. I don't and know. the great Joe Sackick in management. And I, that's my dog. I don't I don't know if, I don't know about hockey right now. I'm not I haven't been keeping too much eyes on hockey right now. I just know the Leafs almost blew a game to the Flyers the other day. Well the Leafs I, always I be that. blowing games. They no, they won the game, but they almost they almost let it go. But you know, they always find a way to end up losing and the, when and it the, matters most. And anyway. the Bruins only got one home loss. I could, are they, did they lose at home yet or not yet? I don't. They got like one home loss, or they're still undefeated at home, something like that. But but yo, they be killing it out there. I they know. be doing their thing. Yeah. So you know, it's just how certain things end up going. And one more thing, when a uh, player accolades Ovechkin, will he catch Gretzky? I don't know. But when he got eight hundred goals, I was happy for him. I was like, ah, I never thought I'd see somebody make a run at Gretzky's money. I never thought I'd see anyone actually make a run at this. Because, what, he might need to stay healthy and, like, 
what two three years yeah yeah i mean as long as i mean they don't have like they don't have the old rules if, you, if the old rules were still play where guys like line you up a mile away then i wouldn't see a cop i wouldn't see it happening but because of that kid's what like 38 yeah he's like almost he's like 16 years in the league right now like i think he's gonna actually pass gretzky and just stay healthy do that two to three years. And shout out to Ovechkin for not talking about the Ukraine situation. That that's good self discipline. Yeah, he was a G on that. Good good job. Like, why should we do this thing? Like, shout out Alexander Ovechkin. All right. Or the great eight. And speaking of two thousand uh twenty two, we're gonna talk about the greatest game of the year. So you already know I'm going with this. Don't be biased because it's a recent memory. Greatest game of the year so far, twenty twenty two. Was it either the AFC divisional round with the Bills, Buffalo Bills, and Kansas City Chiefs. That game was amazing. It was amazing. It was probably one of the best NFL playoff games I ever seen. Like, non Super Bowl related, of course. Yeah. Because that Tom Brady comeback was like the greatest thing. Or Russell Wilson at the one yard line. Yeah. <sighs> Give it to Beast Mode. Or or the World Cup finals that we saw recently with Argentina play France. Between those two games for 2022, those are some of the most amazing games I've seen in all of sports. I don't know which one was better. Like, I ended up watching the game when I was on vacation in Miami, and we ended up watching it literally in Spanish. First time I ever actually watched a soccer game in Spanish. Well, for the other fans, football. Did they say goal really, really long? Yes. Yes, they still do that? They, oh, yeah. They, 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 still, they still say goal. That is like the highlight of that. It's like, like watching it in Spanish the whole way through. It was a cool, different experience. Never did that before. Probably held the goal so long that the game continued. What do you mean? The man stopped, took a breath, and still chanted goal again. <laughs> Can't show that on here because of copyright purposes, but... He did it. You can go on YouTube and go find that. No, I believe it. I remember. I remember when they used to show the Copa America games on TLN. They would. They would do. They would do that, man. They'd be like, "Go!" Yeah, I always <laughs> remember watching that Channel Thirty Five for us Canadians. Yeah, back TLN. when I was a kid. Shout out to TLN. I hope they still doing it over there. But like that was just a different thing in of itself. But yes, I agree with you. That was the best game I saw of the whole year. Yeah. From start to finish. That was the best finals I ever seen in my life. Yeah, Argentina was up 2-0 at the beginning of the game. This man went for, had a couple heat strokes and some heart attacks with uh, his betting line that he did. Well, I, well, we said it here on the, on, the, on the podcast for the World Cup prediction. I said Argentina was going to win. It was five and a half at the time. The odds actually, I'll, you know what, I'll talk about that a different day, about how the odds moved. After their first game, but man, that game was amazing. I mean, Mbappe, shout out to Mbappe for what he did, despite his personal antics off the field. Yeah, that was amazing. What he, that was amazing what he did to score two goals in ninety min, ninety seconds. Holy, he was a no show for the first seventy five minutes. They tied the game. I feel like if that game continued to play in extra time with five minutes left, France might have France might have won that game. The momentum was definitely with them. They were, yo, that thing was just. On edge. I don't know how many people in Buenos Aires had a heart attack before that game finished. Because, like, watching that game, I was just thinking about this guy the whole time of, yeah, right. yo, this man must be miserable. What emotions less, was he going through? <laughs> I was less stressful that game, believe it or not, compared to the quarterfinals game. Really? Yeah. Because I've been there before. Because I've been there before. It's all about experience. It's all about being there before. Because like, even just watching it in and of itself, I'm like, when Mbappe scored the penalty shot, like, oh, damn. 
All right, you know, it's, it's what two one. They still have time. And any uh any uh predictions for the next coming year for twenty twenty three? Well, in basketball, I really just think that uh. Kind of going with Milwaukee, man. Like, their team's looking nice. Starting to get healthy again. Mills is back in the lineup. Greek the Freak still doing his thing. They're going to be a tough out regardless of what happens. I agree. I'm going to go with uh, basketball's too far down the road for me right now because the trade deadline hasn't happened yet or the All-Star game. But I'm going to go with an NFL one that I see coming soon. Bills and Eagles Super Bowl matchup in Arizona. Book it. Hard to kind of disagree with that because Buffalo playing nice. And I got some homies who live in Buffalo. My fellow sneaker collectors. Yo, they've been on one just posting and posting. They already bought their tickets for the postseason and everything. To go to Arizona? No. Oh, they, they, you're not that confident then. Bill's nah, you you're still not have that your confident. Money up. You still, you're not that confident. You should be booking your flight to Arizona right now. Remember some of the Rihanna songs <laughs> at halftime? Hey, that's still going to be a nice performance. Oh, 10 to 1. Well, Kanye was to do a halftime uh, guest appearance at the Super Bowl. Wait, there's actually a better line for that? <laughs> I don't know, but there should be. There, oh, there, you just made that out. I made that on the spot. I made that on the spot. There should for be. For real? <laughs> there should be. That'd should be something be. huge if Kanye just comes out. Welcome to the good life. Not even if they do the if they do run this town or there's a lot of songs they have together. They can do run they what run this town. What what else do they got? All of the lights. Oh yeah, that song's fire too. They, there's a lot of that songs really they can well do the together. Too. What? Man, that would be fire. And then Drake come out of nowhere. Yeah. That would be fire. And he ended up singing his song with Rihanna too. Yeah, that would like there's a lot of features that can happen at that halftime show. Don't rule anything out. So, you know, we'll stay tuned. Yeah. We'll talk about that during our uh, Super Bowl preview show. Yes. And see what's going to happen with that just in and of itself. And I'll explain how the Super Bowl squares work. Yes, because we ended up talking about of how some people don't read the fine details of certain bets that they make, <laughs> Drake. Ouch. Please, please uh, tell the viewers of uh, what happened with Drake and his World Cup Finals prediction, uh, even though he did predict Argentina to win. So not only Drake made this mistake, a lot of people made this mistake. So when they go to the betting match of the game, they would put bet the team they want to win in full-time result. Full-time result only means 90 minutes, 90 minutes of the game. So if the game goes to extra time or penalties, your bet is considered a L, a loss. So you got nothing, even though the team won. Some apps give you early payout, though, if a team is up two nothing, up two goals. Well, he kind of took the payout at halftime, but I don't know. think I don't think stake other other some platforms give that option. Some don't. I know Bet three sixty five gives that option. Shout out to Bet three sixty five. Those are my people. <laughs> they made them like your I, new I, friends I, during. I love uh, y'all. I love that time frame. So you know. <laughs> but hey, things ended up happening. It was a very special day for uh, a co-host right here. We'll talk about that on the next episode. And that's right.